What's up, y'all? Y'all now tuning in to Straight to the Point Podcast. Um, I am your co-founder and co-host. I'm your boy, Davion. It's your boy, Young Doug. Talk to him. It's Mr. Neighborhood DP. It's the final piece, your boy, Trish. You know, you just call me Tristan, but go ahead and call me Tito. Yes, sir. So that last person that y'all just heard, man, that's that's the final piece, man, uh, of our group. Uh, he wasn't here the first couple episodes, but we are officially locked in with Straight to the Point podcast. We are here in our entire man. So we're ready to give y'all, you know, a good rest of the season. Um, so yes, today sir. is today is November 24th, man. We got a good episode for y'all. You know, y'all remember the first episode. Um, we talked about the Hoop State, North Carolina, where we all come from. Um, second episode, talked about what we wish we knew in high school, right? So today, on our third episode, we're going to talk about part two um, of that following up on what we wish we knew in high school. Obviously, Tristan was not here. Um, so this episode is going to be more geared toward him in the beginning. We want to get his um, perspective on what he wish he knew in high school. And I think you're going to like this, man. He has a, He's a little bit more cultured than we are. He's been around a royal, you know, military kid. So he got a little bit more high school experience than we do in different uh, areas of the world. So obviously me, Dwight, and Dub went to Northside all four years. Tristan has a good aspect where he's been to two different high schools. Um, he did start off at Northside, but he did end up somewhere else. But um, with all that being said, man, like the show, like the show's called, man, we're going to get straight to the point. Tristan, man, you're up. So what do you wish you knew in high school? That you kind of knew now. What do you think that, you know, you wish you knew in 2014, uh, 2010 to 2014, what do you wish you knew that you think would have helped you um, become a better basketball player that you kind of know now? Honestly, I wish I knew just playing fives over the offseason was not the thing to do. Yes, sir. Just <laughs> just playing fives <laughs> is not going to make you better, my dude. All right, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to help you out. It's going to make you grind. It's going to keep the cardio going all that shit, but you're not gonna get. You're not gonna fulfill your damn potential just playing fives. You out there playing whatever position. You doing point guard shit. You doing small forward wing stuff. When you know that's not your position. That's okay. that's a fact. Okay. And and I'm and I'm and fact, I'm surprised nobody said that honestly. So see, that's I'm glad we're all we all here, bro. Because nobody said that honestly in the, in the first episode. We all had our crazy points. You know, we all had our good points or whatever. But nobody said that. And if you think about it, that's a. That's something that, you know, a lot of basketball players know from the jump, you know, play, well, you would think they would know playing fouls all, all um, offseason ain't gonna really get you better. I mean, it does help. Everybody knows that. But that's one thing that I feel like a lot of young guys, they don't understand. So I'm glad that you brought that up, T. Um, I so think, I think, I'm not, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Doug. I'm not going to hold you, bro. I was I was in the gym all season. That's the only reason I ain't said that, bro. I mean, I think uh, my my counter argument to that though is, bro, like, like you can run fives if you're working on your game, but like you said, if you if you got no business dribbling the ball and you know what I'm saying, you're trying to be the point guard. I mean, hey, you ain't doing nothing but wasting your time and everybody else's time out there. That's a fact. But if but, you actively, but but um, to, to I didn't mean to cut you off, DP. But to that point, I feel like if you're solely even if you say like like you said, you know, like you can play five. I think I, I agree, you can play fives, but if that's mainly what your offseason consists of is mainly fives and not working on your. I feel like working on your game I, is, is, you know, what I'm saying by yourself that's in the big. gym. That's the that's, that's thing. That's big. the biggest part. And then you, you know, what I'm saying from this was this was me and Dub's schedule, bro. Especially when we start getting locked in for real. Me and Dub will go to the gym in the beginning of the day, or we go before we even, you know, before they start hooping. We work on our game first, and then. We would go play fives, you know what I'm saying? Then we would go run, yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? But I feel like, you know, what I'm saying a lot of people feel like they're getting better just by playing pickup all summer. And I know, I know guys personally who do this in college and in, in high school who were just all summer just what playing five, you know what I'm saying? Thinking they're getting better, and then when, when they're not playing fives, you know, they're doing their shooting on the gun or they're getting a little bit of shots up, you know what I'm saying? Like we talked about in the first episode, they shooting 500 shots, but they missing 400, you know what I'm saying? So, Facts. That's a great point, and I do feel like, you know, a lot of guys think that, you know, if I'm playing five and I'm matching up against good competition, you will get better. Don't get me wrong. If you're playing against people better than you all right. summer and you're not working on your game, if you're not working on your game at all, you will get better. I guarantee you. Somewhat better, That's whether right. it's just your defense, whether it's your ball handling because the defense is, you know, really good, whatever it may be, you will get some type of better. But you will not yeah. get, you know what I'm saying, where you want to be just by playing pickup. So I'm glad he said that. And if that's your yeah. – And it's just – 
I mean, I didn't mean to go cut ahead, you off, bro, but it's just like it's just like the late great coach Taylor said, bro. You can be out there, but if nobody's passing you the ball, you might as well just go run around. <laughs> Sticky was with the with the facts. But but let's go ahead. Keep on the uh T. Yeah. What yeah, else you would have known? I mean, uh, to counter what y'all was talking about, about playing the fives, it does help you get better. I remember, like, my my damn first offseason from eighth grade to ninth grade, I was playing against dudes in commons. Y'all know how the commons shit yeah. go, man. Yeah. I, it's ISO ball all the time, and that's all I was doing before going to try out for Northside. I didn't know what to expect. I was not – I was in the I was in the gym getting chopped up all that, but I was not really doing what I was supposed to do. That's yeah. fact. But – on to the next point. You were saying, like, what I wish I knew mm-hmm, still? Mm-hmm. I think I wish I knew more about the school, the program, mm. before actually choosing. Because I had the option of going to Jacksonville, um, what is it, White Oak, or Northside. Mm. I honestly chose Northside because it looked like it was going to offer me, like, better, I want to say, not even, pretty much, pretty much just, I seen. I think I, I met Davion. Not that wasn't my first time meeting Davion. Yeah, F- funny situation. <laughs> but I think Davion actually helped me choose what school I actually wanted to go to. I, was, oh, I think I want to go to Northside. Yeah, the recruiter. <laughs> he, 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 it's not even the fact that he did. It's just that I knew there was gonna be a familiar, a familiar face. You know right. what I'm saying? We, you know, so that's that military connection we was talking about in the beginning, y'all. Um, you know, me and him been in Japan together, and then when we seen each other, it was oh yeah, you know, what I'm saying we can go to Northside. We know somebody. You know, you feel better when you, even if you know one person, you feel automatically better. And that's facts. And I almost chose White Oak. I believe so, it. I know a lot of people. Like that, yeah. that that day before, I really almost chose White Oak. And I remember P, uh, T, like your people was uh talking about like they didn't know where you was gonna go for sure. Yeah, I remember when we was at um the orientation day. I remember your people saying like we're not for sure if. She's going to choose this school or another one. It's still up in the air. I think they, they mentioned Mato. They ain't saying nothing about Jacksonville, but they mentioned Mato um, for sure. And I remember the whole time I was worried. I'm like, bro, don't go to Wado because I ain't going to know nobody, bro, for real. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, T, what, I mean, what else? I mean, you touched on the, um, you know, program. That's a good thing. I Also, none of us said that as well. You also um, just touched on, you know, the five things. Anything else that you kind of wish you knew that? You know, definitely at age now, you'd be like, yeah, but if I did that, I definitely would have got better. I wish I would have believed in the grind. Mm, for sure. So you say you, you don't, I didn't start believing it. You think that you grinded? Yeah, I didn't start believing into it until, like, sophomore year. And that's yeah. and that was too late. That's, that's, it, that's it, it, it paid off. Yeah. It, yeah. And I had left. I was already comfortable with my situation. I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to run this 20 0 shit back varsity year. Right now, I didn't get that opportunity with y'all. I, I ended up having to go to them, Okinawa, Japan, which I I love the situation I was in out there, too. I actually knew a couple of people out there, out there already. I already know I was going to – I feel like I was going to make the team already just off of confidence alone. Yeah. So, so let me, But that's when that's where the, that's where that comp comes into play, too, though. Let me ask you this, uh, T. What do you think about the, the overseas talent pool compared to the States when you went over there? What's What's it like? Mm. All right, so now compared to the hoop state NC, it's going it, obviously it's going to be lesser. Mm. There's not that many. I want to say there's not that many um, bases out there actually. Just pretty much like in Japan, there was probably this Yokota, Kadena, Okinawa. Kadena's on Kadena's on the same um, same island as uh, Kubasaki. Okay, so the, Okinawa just had they had two schools out there. Yokota, that's in the mainland of Japan. Who they have? Who else they have? Kinnick. Just all different type of. Air, it's gonna be coming from Air Force, Marine. I don't think there was like any Army bases mainly. They were probably just joint bases. Yeah. But the comp is you can you can say it's gonna be lesser. But at the same time, it's still it's still a lot of comp out there. Yeah. Believe it or not. All right. And uh, you may have a you may have a spot on the team to walk on to, but. You gonna be playing against some other people that's just as hungry as you is. Too. Yeah, and okay. uh, I, I, I'm gonna uh, piggyback on T a little bit because you know, obviously, I mean, obviously the audience may not know, but I, you know, I lived in Japan for about six years um, before I ended up coming back stateside. But I lived in my early years, um, so I can kind of piggyback on the the comp thing and what he's, you know, what he's what he's saying and kind of like you know try to express it as well. But like 
And the comp thing, I think, here stateside, and I don't even want to sound stereotypical and, like, piss pe- certain people off, but... Talk that talk, man. Straight to the if point. We, if we, yeah, if we being real, I mean, we've seen, you know, the heights and the size of, you know, more Asian men. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because when, when, well, at least when I was playing, it was definitely a lot, you know, more the Japanese teams were the, were the better teams than, like, the American teams on the basis. When, mm-hmm. I, when I was when we were playing in, like, elementary school and middle school, you know what I'm saying? Though, and I don't know if that's still true, you know, in, in high school, if the, you know, the, the um, Japanese teams were a lot better. But I know when we were playing, but, you know, they're more, they seem, they're more organized and they, they have a lot of teamwork. They're set, they're like, their play yep. calling is like a lot different from ours. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Even, even at a young age, you watch an NBA and stuff, you see how the game is played and like how, you know, you know plays are called. The way that they ran the offenses, it was different. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's it's just how the basketball game was played, you know, in that time, you know, in that area. So it was like the way that, you know, they were running the offense was just different to what, you know, our, our eye has seen. So I just feel like at, for me, the Japanese teams were always the best team. Whenever we would play them, it was a big game. Even though we were in like elementary school, the little league, you know, games, whenever we played the Japanese team, because our team was usually the, one of the best teams, it was a packed out crowd. It was like, you know, Put in perspective, it was like Jacksonville versus Northside. It was a big thing. Mm. So um, whenever we play them, do you think you know, that? Um, but do you think that's because it's, it's American versus you know what I'm saying like an international team, or you think it's yeah. you know what I'm saying actually stemming from you know what I'm saying the, the level of competition in which you know what I'm saying it, you guys are are going at it. it, it it's definitely it's both. A little bit it's of both. both. Honestly, it's both. It's both. <laughs> you know, it's that it's that American, you know, you know, Japanese um, aspect, you know, you know, versing each other. But it's also because their level was really, really high. The way that they played, it was so at that at that time in my life, it was something I'd never seen. Like just the way that they played together, and I think that's the thing. You know, now, especially in basketball, it's a lot of ISO stuff. There's a lot of two man ball. You know, you got you have one guy. It was like when I I'm saying at least when I was playing, Tristan obviously has a perspective when he was later on in high school. But at least when I was playing, man. They were organized. It was teamwork. Like the thing, like I just never, like I've never seen like them people score off of like rebounds and outlets. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Just like a couple passes. You know, you know how we kind of ran flex and stuff like that, where it get, it's a lot of ball movement and like five out one, um, five out zero in. It's yeah. like that, man. They're just you know reading each other like Princeton offense, bounce passes. You know what I'm saying? You get a pass in the paint, you're getting out for the three or whatever. And you know what I'm saying? It's like just beautiful basketball being played. And okay. I, you know, to get also to go back on my point as well, I want to say, you know, I, I kind of stopped with the, you know, the size thing um, with the Japanese. You know, a lot of Asian men, they're a little bit shorter, not as big. You know, there are some. So I don't want to sound stereotypical. In America, you do have all type of, you know, people in a, in a lot of areas, especially in the military base. You know, you have people from all over the world, basically, in one area. So you have, you know, what I'm saying big, tall guys, you know, that are, you know, black and you have. Some Samoan guys who are freaking huge and you know, you know, in their um stature, like they, they're muscle wide. You have guys that are, you know, whatever it may be. So you just have a bunch of different races. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm saying you get a lot of experience, a lot of different sizes of people. Athleticism is different, you know, from all over the world. So it's just like, and I think in America, you experience that more, where in Japan, you're experiencing more of a, a teamwork, you know, based basketball game. Mm-hmm. That's, that's facts. Now, I'll, I'll go ahead and let it be known right now. My team, we we pretty much we were like, I want to say we were number one in Okinawa. I know our rival was Kadena. That was cool. We always went back and forth with them, but we've gotten smacked by a Jap- all yeah, Japanese. Sure. Teams. Oh, wow. We lost by we lost by thirty yeah. points. By them. Wow. But you know why? Because they their chemistry. They they had a chance. What most of us guys don't get is to continue like they grow up from all the way from elementary school all the way to high school playing with the same exactly. people. Hmm. I moved around entirely too. I've moved around every three years. All military do mostly. It's every three to five years you kind of moving. And also, you know, what I'm saying, think about overseas. The rules are kind of different. So you do have a lot of guys that are kind of like, you know, playing, playing, playing like <laughs> playing pro basketball as well. If you think about it, and getting that, you know, you guys know how it is. You know, even like Luca and all those guys in Spain, they're playing like they're young and twelve, but they're playing with pros every single day. So I'm just feeling at that early age. They're getting an exposure and they're getting, you know, they're they're ahead of us at that time. I, I do believe when I was there, I, when I was there, I was between like seven and 11, seven and 12. So around that time, I think they are ahead of, you know, a lot of a lot of, you know, American um, basketball players. OK, I, I will uh, I will say this, you know, what I'm saying 
Uh, me and Doug was in the, the great city of the Ville. And you know what I'm saying? We were out there getting them buckets. And I felt like no outsider. I mean, maybe this is me, but we felt like no outsider. You going to come to my city and, and try to do us up. Man, I, I respect what y'all saying. Oh, that's but... Cap. That's Cap. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you some good stuff. I'm going to go ahead and interject, Dwight, because I didn't start hooping until I was 11, bro. And I knew I was yeah, we, way behind we, everybody else, bro. So you probably had that mind spring. Yeah, we, we, we about sure. to just call Dwight Bluff because I came to your city and took over. So we're going to start that right there. Oh, man. So we're going oh, we to start that right there. We're going to start that right there. There you go, man. The golden boy. The golden boy story. But go ahead, man. Go ahead. But I'm going to say Yeah, we definitely going to call that cap, though, because people have came to our city and beat us, though. I ain't going to say I was there and they're dogging people, but I'm going to go ahead. Bro, we know people cap. that came. Jot, bro, think about it. Jot. And anybody out there listening. Cap. Try that. Josh, Try Josh came, bro. On his, he, Josh, Josh didn't do one basketball <laughs> practice and started the very first game, bro. That's cat. I don't that's know. How, I don't know how that happened. I, I really don't know how that happened. <laughs> we had terrible coaches. <laughs> what do you do, my man? Bear, you know what I'm saying? JC. Um, my man uh, came from Georgia, man, and like I think this is you know how I feel about the situation, and he'll tell you the same thing. <laughs> He'll tell you the same thing. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> he came from as a football player, said he loved to play basketball more. You know what I'm saying? That's his first love. And uh being like six four, six three, um, at that at that time, you know, not really like having anybody that size in the area. Uh he just pretty much took over. He got the keys handed to him, really. You know. Um Marshall <laughs> didn't know him. Don't know him from a hill of beans. Ain't never seen the boy <laughs> shoot nothing. But he, he said do you have? Do you have no. tape? I'm telling you, your brother don't know that man. I mean, he no tape he could be a Walmart up. reader for all, all our coaches. <laughs> but <laughs> yo, I'm telling you, and uh, he gave him the keys, and that was that. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, it panned out for him. You know what I'm saying? But that that just don't it just don't happen like that. And bro, I'm I'm so glad. I mean, like we all we all have our things that we do really really good on this show. But Dub is one of the best storytellers that I know, bro. Dub, please tell them the story about what Marshburn said to um Pat and to Josh when he when he found out he was starting, bro. Please, please. Oh, uh, wasn't that what he was? <laughs> oh yeah, where Josh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I think Josh came in. Who was like, uh, he was like, Josh, you're starting, and Josh was like, Coach, I don't know any of the plays, and he's like, Just be an athlete. And I just be an athlete. And I just remember, and like, I was like, wow. I'm kind of you know you, you guys remember how the office was. I just remember like. At the time, and I just remember hearing, like, overhearing him say that, just go be an athlete. I remember I go, I go to Ben, I go to Jamal. I'm like, bro, like, Josh starting today, like, you know, and Jamal was like, he started? Jamal was like, man, I kind of, I kind of figured he would, but <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be this early. I was like, bro, I don't think he's practiced. Like, this, has he practiced yet? No, he had not was like, And Jamal was like, no, bro. Bro, he, bro, he practiced. practiced one time, bro. I told you the boy was <laughs> no. a Walmart greeter. Bro, no, bro. I, out there stealing cigarettes, bro. <laughs> I don't even think he had showed up. Yeah, like, he showed up and watched us. I remember, like, Marshburn, like, said, like, he introduced us to him and said, but I remember they kept saying, they were like, yeah, Davion, Jamal, you guys are going to have some help. It's another big guy. He's good. He can, uh, he's tall, but he can dunk. He can dribble. I'm like, oh, I want to see this guy. It felt like, man, was a fucking myth. Then I remember just yeah. seeing him in the gym. Next thing you know, he was starting. I said, this guy got to be down. D, you know what I'm saying? Going to UNC next year. JC was tough, though. I mean, he was an athlete. Oh, yeah, for you know sure. He for could sure. shoot the deep ball, you know what I'm saying? And he could get to the rack, and nobody was stopping that. So, you know what I'm saying? Shouts out to deep, uh, JC, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I, I still a lot think of people day, that could have done that. Yeah, I think to this day, man, I think me and him one of the best duos in Northside. I think we, we at least top three. Oh. I mean, that's I mean, I, you, him, and Maul. Oh, yeah, that, so I mean, that, now, trio-wise, we're definitely number one for sure. That's not even a debate. And then number two would be us. Me, Jamal. I mean, me, Josh, and uh, Zach for sure. That'd be the second best trio ever. <laughs> but anyway, that, let, that me, boy there. let me. Let me. Hey, do I don't like that boy? Hey, hey, man. Hey, don't. I, I respect it, man. I mean, it's nothing I can go back and and do now. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it is what it is. But yeah, facts. But um, you know, since you know, we talked about it. She gave us his perspective. Um, I just want to, you know, kind of touch on some other things as well since this is part two to touch on some other things um just some other questions that we can ask everybody get everybody else engaged as well um before we end this show um so my first question i wanted to ask me i thought this would be a good thing to kind of piggyback off you know what we wish we knew 
knowing everything that you know now, um, you know, what do you plan on telling and, you know, showing your kids, whether, you know, it's, you know, your daughter or your son, what do you plan on telling them to help them excel in uh, sports? You know, obviously, you know, you feel like you have the keys, you feel like you have the knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Now, now when you get older, you experience more things, um, you know what I'm saying? You, you kind of been through it. What do you plan on telling, um, your kids, and I want to start off with uh, do I want to start off with Tristan first, man? What uh, What do you think? I mean, one simply believe in the grind, but two know who to take advice from, like who to listen to, because like I know I took advice from somebody trying to tell me to change mm. my shot. That was by <laughs> far the worst decision. I don't care who. I, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you who it is right now. Mm. It was Coach Hammond. He was. Begging me to change my shot. I felt like my shot was good before then. It was. I didn't change my shot, but it definitely it, he definitely messed me up then. But I definitely yeah. got to know who to. If Kenny and Dirt can to. make it to the league with that overhead slingshot shot, I mean, I don't think anybody needs to say anything <laughs> about me. As long as that motherfucker's gonna win. I mean, yeah, it ain't the prettiest, but as long as it goes in. And that's kind of how Tease was. Tease, Tease kind of like brought his, that's you know, a little bit over his head as well, you know. So that's kind of that's that kind of reminded me of as well. I used to, I used to say uh, KG because I don't think uh, as bad as KG, but that's how she was trying to bring it up a little bit, you know, a little bit over his head and shit. I remember, but Coach Hammonds, bro, he was kind of like the jump shot police. Everybody said he tried to fix. Remember, he used to call it the chick. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that just, oh, uh, y'all just remember when he used to call it the chicken wing? You know, when you when you have your elbow out. Like he did, he was yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he was like, the, he was really like the jump shot police. I know he was trying to do it, you know what I'm saying, to make us better basketball players and out the kindness of his heart. But I just feel like at a certain point, it is kind of hard to change somebody's whole jump shot, especially during the season. You know, you can say that after when you have a meeting with the player, hey, I thought like this can help you be better, blah, blah. But during the season, man, you can't mess up nobody's rhythm when they shoot when, you know, during practice and in games, mess up with their confidence saying, hey, change your, change your shot now and by, you know, tomorrow's game, you need to be shooting like this. That ain't that ain't that that ain't how that ain't how life Thanks. works. And, and he did yeah. that with the second season, my second season with him. <laughs> like what? But, you know that, that goes back. Yeah, no dick. Oh, he's, he's a great, great coach. coach. Yeah, don't don't, don't, yeah. don't get it twisted. But but like <laughs> great coach. We ain't go twenty. Yeah, but that's something that is something you tell you know, like you said, you told you in your fresh your second year. That's something he tells you your freshman year going into the off season. You know what I'm saying? In the meeting, hey Tristan, this is how you right. you know I feel like you can game. But um. After that, you know, T said his part. What do you, what do you think, Dub? You know, what do you plan on telling your son or daughter to help them excel in um, sports and basketball? Uh, stay consistent, and then, like Tristan said, believe in the grind. Like I think I already said this last uh, video, so I hope I, don't, I ain't really, you know, rehashing something. But just stay consistent uh, and believe in what you're doing. You're not don't just be out there just because just to say. You know, I'm out here working on my game, you know, or actually work on your game and do it regularly. That's a lot to this is another This is another question um, before I uh, go. That, that's that, that's right. But do, do y'all plan on like training? Um, and whether, you know, if they do love basketball, do y'all plan on training your kids? Like personally? I plan on training my kid, but I don't plan on uh, coaching Okay. What about you, Dub? Um, hmm. I probably, uh, I probably like give him some drills to work on, like when he's little. But the older he gets, and like, you know, where he really has to focus on certain areas, I probably like look for somebody to train him because, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, that's just not something. This training <laughs> people is just not my. Experience. That's fact. You know what I'm saying. But but that's good though. Like, go ahead. You know what I'm saying. Like I, I no, I was just, I was just gonna say like I was kind of vet the trainer out though because I, I don't see yeah, a lot of sure. bullshit on Instagram. Fact. Yeah, People so, just I mean, getting that's, got out their money. That's and, good that you, you know, like you got, you got these folks. Yeah, that's good that you're aware of that training. as well. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're good at. You know how because you know, that also plays a part in um helping your your son or daughter develop, you know, knowing that you may not be the best trainer for them that you know what I'm saying you can, you know, take your pride aside and say, hey, you know, your better trainer might be somebody else, even if it's not me. So you know what I'm saying at the end of the day, if it's helping your uh, your son or daughter, you know, I'm with it. I, I think that's smart. What about you, T? You think you plan on training your um, kids? I believe I would train and coach them to a certain point. But I know there's going to be somebody out there that's going to be able to explain it and help them train, condition better, way than I could. Right. I know that for sure. 
I, I never played pro- professional ball. So I know there's going to be somebody out there that that could have been a professional or had that potential and may have got like an injury that they, they can actually help them train right. a little bit better than I could. And then too, it, they don't even have to be a professional, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They could always be somebody like Pat. Just that know the game. Yeah. That know the, that know the game. Yeah, as long as that, yeah, as long as they know the, the game, <laughs> and they know how to cook somebody. That's a, I mean, that's hey, all Dub care about. He just wants to be a I feel bad for Dub, for Dub kids, but they better be averaging fifty, or they gonna be getting some. <laughs> nah, nah, I ain't even gonna do them like that because it's like, like yeah, you, we gonna know our kids. You know what I'm saying? And if this, if this, you know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things where. If that's not what he loves, it's it's okay, you know. But do not come, do not come and complain to me if you saw it. <laughs> but every time I come in the house, you on a game. That, that's just not how that works. Like <laughs> I ain't complaining to my mom that I wasn't playing that's facts. because I was on the game. But as soon as I got home from Grant's Creek, I'm showering and I'm playing the game. But am I am I going for a run? Even though I know I'm big <laughs> and I need to lose weight, no, I'm playing Halo, bro. So I, and for me, kind of just answer the question. Well, I personally plan on training. I mean, I'm for me, what I want to do, I plan on asking my son or daughter, hey, you know, like I'll probably wait for them. Like, you know, obviously, I'm going to show them basketball highlights. They'll probably see me watching games and stuff. You know, they'll probably, you know, see me playing as well. So I think the more you're around, you kind of grow a liking to it. But I'm probably going to wait for them. Um, and I'm obviously going to introduce them, but I, you know, I want to wait for them to say, hey, you know, dad, I want to take this serious. The moment they do, I'm going to let them know what's up. Like, you know, if you're going to take this serious, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to push you to that level. I'm going to push you to be the best player that you can be, especially if I see the potential in them. I see them, you know, things are clicking. Um, I think I think LeVar Ball, like, said it best. I mean, he, as long as you have somebody that believes in you, you know what I'm saying, because you're not going to go nowhere by yourself, you know what I'm saying? That's just yeah, like, for sure. Like, with everything, like, if you have a plan, you know what I'm saying, like, you could be the coldest dude or coldest dude out, you know what I'm saying, but if you're not – really having a team or whatever or just one person really like pushing you you know what I'm saying keeping you level headed telling you what you like need to hear not what you want to hear and then like everything else is flaw you know what I'm saying yeah so um yeah I just I just plan on saying hey you know once you if, once they know that hey we we're going to do this together obviously I'm going to have a team I'm not I don't think I'm going to personally just you know coach and train them only me I'm going to obviously um, get them other trainers as well especially when they start getting you know Later on in life, people that know things that I don't know, but yeah, for that first part, you know, helping with, you know, you know, the the fundamentals of basketball up until early years, even in high school, I, I plan on personally being there and you know training them. Do I plan on coaching them as well as much? I mean, I could see myself doing it. I definitely, definitely plan on like training them for as you know, as far as you know, college and then some. Obviously, I don't want to you know be like the only trainer, but I do see myself training them personally for a long time. Um, so, you know, we've all kind of touched on it. What, what about you, Dwight? Um, do you plan on seeing, you know, you plan on training your son or daughter? Yeah, uh, I definitely plan on, uh, training my daughter, you know, um, but not coaching. Cause I want her to, I want to let her coach be coach at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when I'm coaching, when I'm training her, like I'm training her for game time situations and I'm actually like watching film with her actually breaking it down, but coaching, you know what I'm saying? on how to attack that to the coaches. I'm gonna put her in a position where she can't be successful, but at the end of the day, I gotta let the coach do his job. Facts, facts. I respect it, man. I feel like you know, I don't think any there's any right or wrong way. Um, you can you know do it one way, you can do it the other way. And I feel like you can be successful either way. There's been plenty of people who probably were trained by their parents. Some people who weren't. Um, I just feel like you know, you know, like like Dub said, you kind of know your kid. You work, what you think will work best for them. And at the end of the day, you just want to see them succeed. You want to put them in the best position to succeed. If you feel like you know training them. You training them personally can, you know, you know, get them to reach their fullest potential. You'll probably do that. You feel it's the other way. You know, they don't, you know, not saying they don't listen to you, but, you know, some kids are more open to hearing it from, you know, somebody else's voice than their parents. You know, when when it's kind of your parents on you, you know, training you, stuff like that, you might see it as nagging or, you know, just, you know, someone just, you know, kind of just telling you what to do when, you know, it's obvious somebody else, you know, you hear them saying this. It's kind of like, okay, you know, they're trying to help. Yeah. Obviously, your parents are too, but you can see it differently um, when yeah. somebody else is telling you. But um, hit the hit on your other question though about like what would I, like I would tell my daughter to uh to to actually know what pace is. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's Mm. like in high school is like 
they're trying to move like a million miles per hour, trying to go 100 miles per hour, but they're not actually slowing down and seeing it because somebody broken down, you know, slow is smooth and smooth is fast. You know, I wish I would have known that myself because I mean, me, me too, uh, for sure. Yeah, me too, me too, because y'all know I'm far from the fastest, but. Like I'm learning now, exactly. as long as the move is clean, exactly. you can make that boy lean or or, or, or girl. And I was off the top, you know. That's, I, I that's know tough, you know what I'm saying? I, you know that was. That's how it is so, too, because like, like I mean, man. I think pace is something that everybody needs to know. Because even to this day, you know, what I'm saying I'm still learning pace, even when I'm going to the you know to the gym and just working on my game or whatever it may be. Pace is something that's like a, you know, something that you're going to continue to try to get better at. And that pace, yeah. man, that can that can take you from being like. A good player to elite, and them yeah, guys that like you know those those guys that have just kind of already have it. They already have the pace. You know what I'm saying? They know how to to slow you up and then speed you up real quick. You know what I'm saying? They, they can just do it automatically. Those guys are deadly. And then when they kind of like you know match that with the skill and athleticism, that's when you get those great great players. I think to uh, not know what we're talking about pace. You know, uh, I'll give you an NBA comparison. Is one obviously James Harden. James Harden sure. is a master of pace. Like he's a definition of pace, basically. <laughs> like he, he <laughs> is that dude. Like, <laughs> and then like my yep. personal experience, like seeing somebody with like just a smooth pace game, Jamal Parker. Like Jamal knows how to like get you going, and he gonna drop like buckets on your head like all day. And like he's the type of dude that like you look, you might think he got two, and the dude put twenty four on your head. Like in one quarter, like that's that's wild to me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, that, and that's the thing too. When you combine too. that, you know, what I'm saying people have you know pay like James Harden, he has pace. But now imagine if you had James Harden's pace with like Derrick Rose's freaking speed. That's when it gets like oh insane. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. So like, and I feel like obviously I feel like James Harden is kind of like one of the best at pace because he's not fast. He has to be able to slow people down and like you know what I'm saying. Get them leaning one way and then speed up, you know what I'm saying, really quick. And obviously, all a lot of point guards are really good at it. Chris Paul's good at it, Derek Rose, but I just feel like James Harden is kind of like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can see James Harden because it's like, okay, he's a, you know what I'm saying? You know, he's not fast, so you know, he's kind of like manipulating the defense. He's kind of looking the other yeah. way. He's kind of sewing up his dribble and then he's taking two quick ones and getting past you, you know what I'm saying? That so. brother James Harden probably laid up right now with some lemonade and a beer. Like, he's not, but he's giving you 40 with ease. For sure, and some chicken wings and two honeys with him. I know, I know he's chilling right now, and 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 four weeks from now on December twenty second, I guarantee he gonna get forty. It's just natural, bro. It's just natural. Uh, this is crazy. But yeah, man, I got I, I got one more question before we end the show, man. There's one more question I want to ask y'all. I feel like it's a good question as well. Um, how do you think if it has? How do you think high school basketball has changed versus when we were in high school? And I mean, whoever wants to go first, you can just, you know, go ahead. I don't want anybody to ask them anybody first and someone isn't ready or whatever, or, you know, someone cuts them off. So if you want to go first, go ahead and, you know, just jump right in. Shit. I want to say today's <laughs> high school basketball <laughs> look like damn AAU. If, if you get what I'm saying, because like, I want to say, yeah. uh, I want to say they have the better options now of getting everything recorded. Granted, I, I have my people recording the games, but they were not focused in on me. They were just recording. Oh yeah, and, the games. De- and Derek Washington you know wants those tapes. I, I wanted to shout him out. Derek, bro, bro, Derek, for so, sure. Bro, hey, bro, Derek wants I those tapes, tapes, but I want to remind like, you. Damn, bro. I got so you. We want to. I want to let. <laughs> so, yeah, we gotta. We, we gotta let our boy Derek. Uh, I got man, you. Man, D-Wash, bro, that for you. <laughs> I told you I tell Tristan. So now you get. So now you got evidence, Derek, of me telling Tristan. That he needs to give you the tapes. Um. <laughs> All right, that's for everybody else. I got y'all. Whoever else was on that damn team, for sure. I'm, I'm gonna send them to but anything else you want? Anything else you want to? <laughs> anything? Anything else you want to say, T, on it? I feel like today game is. I don't want to say it's. Well, no, nah, that that's gonna be a yeah, whole other for sure. It's yeah, kind of positionless now. Yeah, but that's that's a whole other topic. Okay. But that's that's all I had to say on the high school. Anybody else? Go ahead, Doug. Uh yeah, I was just gonna say it's it, it seems like it's positionless. Um 
you know, a lot of guys, I don't know, I feel like too many people want to shoot the three, you know, but, you know, I probably, I probably need to evolve. You know, I, I don't know. I just don't want to see it. A center in high school shooting. Mm, I don't like that. You know, I don't like that, Doug. I don't like that, Doug. You put him in the box. Go get a rebound. I about to say, man. You put, I don't like that. I mean. And, and I, some and people I told, need to be put in the box. And I agree with that. I agree with that. I get that 100%. Some people, some people really need to. Like, I feel like some people, bro, they need to have a role that they understand, bro. Like I don't think position them back positionless basketball is for everybody. Some people need to understand that they need to play back to the basket and they need to box and out and they need to like do the little things, bro. Mm. You do not need to be out there <laughs> shooting a tray ball. Bro. You stink. <laughs> you know, now when we like now when we get to like higher levels, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, bro. But like just like the average high school five, bro. I understand. No. I, I agree. I, I, I see what but you're saying, but at the same time, I think now, especially in today's game, you have those fives at least experiment, experimenting with it, like, you know, saying outside of, you know, the game. So I feel like there are some guys that just shoot those in the game because it looks cool. They don't practice. But I feel like there are a lot of guys that are more capable than when we were in high school that can shoot the three in their fives. You know, so I feel like guys are taller and they can they can make those shots now because they, they've seen it at an early age. They see these big men doing it. So I feel like obviously there are some guys who aren't capable of doing it. So for now, go down there and just lay the ball up, dunk it, and get a rebound. In the offseason, obviously, go work on threes. But there are a lot of guys now, I feel like, in high school, I see these guys when they come to the gyms and I play with them that are, like, taller than me and they're shooting threes. You know, you're asking them what they play. And it's like, okay, you know, they play the five. They play the four. And I feel like, um, you know, nowadays, I wouldn't really want to put anybody in the box. And if I did get into coaching, like, especially in high school, I, wouldn't, I would be more positionless, bro. Because imagine if, like, all of us in high school didn't have any position. Like, you know what I'm saying? Imagine if Marshman didn't have me at, like, the four and five when Corey and, you know, Chris was, like, you know, in foul trouble or whatever, or they didn't have me at the four, um, you know, we had a small line. Matter if we just all played, you know what I'm saying? We just went out there and hooped. And, you know what I'm saying? I'm just bringing hoop. the ball. Obviously, Man, I'm bringing, you know what I'm listen. saying? You just – imagine what that does for somebody's career, bro. If you have somebody Man. at the five, you know what I'm saying? I'm six four and Marshburn had me at the four sometimes. Imagine if Marshburn, you know, obviously going to play the four sometimes, whatever it may be, because of my height. Imagine if Marshman doesn't put me in a box and he has me running the one and I'm able to show, you know, more of my ball handling skills. I'm able to actually, you know, work on that during practice and develop my game. Imagine where I go. I don't go to Methodist. I might go to freaking wherever, you know what I'm saying? And even if you have yeah. the capabilities, what I, which I had a little bit of, even if you don't get to expose, you know what I'm saying, you know, expose those in games. Obviously, if I'm playing the four sometimes for at least half the game, I was probably playing the four because of my height and the twins or whatever. Um, so if I'm playing the four for half the game, the coaches might not be able to see me bringing the ball up the court and, you know what I'm saying, passing and doing all the type of things. Cause I'm, you know, I'm in the four spot. I'm kind of rebounding more. I'm scoring more down low or, you know, mid range stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm not able to just show my whole arsenal of my game. Yeah. So I, I feel like at the same time, if I was coaching me personally, I would not put anybody in a box, bro. Like I would let them, cause you know what I'm saying? You're still learning. You're still learning the game of basketball. I'll let everybody experiment. Obviously I want to just have my, my father's a terrible three point shooter. I'm not having him letting him shoot threes. But if I see him yeah. in the gym working on those shots, if I see if I think he's capable, but I don't care. If he's a five, he gets a rebound, he can go coast to coast for all I care. If he's gonna if he's gonna score, I don't care. I'm not putting nobody in the box. I just want them, you know what I'm saying? I thought like that's how you help somebody's career. If for you, Dub, you know what I'm saying? If Marshman doesn't care if you know you're the five, imagine if you can if you learn to get the rebound and just go coast to coast. Imagine what you do to your career, then instead of getting a rebound, just because you're the five, you pass it to Zach. Zach takes the ball up court and he don't touch the ball for the rest of the possession. You know what I'm saying? Imagine what that does for your career. What? Well, but not just you. Yeah, I'm talking about like yeah, I'm, talking talking about about I'm talking about period. About yeah, I'm talking about period. Push the ball up the court. <laughs> and I obviously, think, you know, obviously yeah. you can't do I mean, it like that. Obviously, all the time. Sometimes you're gonna pass it to one. But imagine if you have that capability and you you can do that, but you're being limited to just pass the ball to the one every single time. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. just my point. Um, okay. You know. That, so I guess I guess I'm gonna go ahead and end off, you know what I'm saying? I think uh yeah uh, what I think about a game of basketball, high school basketball today, I think it's uh honestly I think it's a show because and it's and it's wild mm. because everybody is they're not focused on high school basketball, especially if you're trying to play at the next level. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to get the most exposure. And what gets you the most exposure? AAU. You know what I'm saying? That um right now, I mean you just playing high school basketball to get your get your stats up, right? Um, so you can be able to put yourself in a position 
the the D lead pathway option or to actually go to college route. But nine nine times out of ten, I mean, I mean, maybe it was just because we were in a small school. But how many like college coaches? Unless you play at a prep school or prolific uh, high school, I mean, how many college coaches are still watching high school games opposed to AAU games? That's facts. I feel like it's you know what I'm saying it's more convenient for them, bro. You you know what I'm saying if you're gonna take that trip somewhere, you might as well go somewhere where you're gonna see eight teams play and you're gonna see a hundred players in one day. Then if you go to one high school game, exactly. and you're seeing twelve. You're seeing twelve players. So I mean, it's a little bit more convenient for them too. You know what I'm saying in that regard. I, I believe. I think I think high school is a way for you to to stay in shape and to show that you can play in a system in a way. But it's not it's not where the exposure is. It's not where like it's not the route that you really should be focused on in today's game. In our game, like, when we were still coming up, I felt that, like, high school was everything. You know? Yeah. We were, like, the last, like, class I want to was, like, the route to go. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it was a little bit before us, but, like, high school, winning a high school championship meant more than anything to us. Whereas opposed to now, they win a high school championship. As long as they're putting up numbers, who cares? Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously it's just all opinionated, but I see what you're saying. Though I, I do personally agree. I don't see too many guys, you know, posting when they win a state championship where they caring too much. It feels like, you know, what I'm saying they win that e uh, eybl, you know, what I'm saying stuff like that. They going yeah. crazy, but a state yeah, championship is just like, yeah, they winning stuff like that. They excited, they ecstatic about it. they being the number one scorer. You know, what I'm saying at the at an AAU tournament or something like that. So it's like I, I see what you're saying. I, I definitely agree. Yeah, but um. And this is just my last question for everybody. It's kind of just like, I just want to give you, you know, just, it's kind of like our fast break, sort of. Um, we're going to do the fast break, another episode. Um, but I definitely want to just ask this last question, you know, a quick question for everybody. Um, 2020, you know, today, today, November um, 24th, who, um, if you play yourself in 2014, you know what I'm saying? Or let's say, let's say now versus your best version of yourself, if it's not now, who wins? If you play yourself in 2020 versus 2014, Tristan, who do you think wins? One on one. Ooh. Mm, okay. I'm setting Young Buck right now. <laughs> I ain't been running too much. Nah, I'm capping. <laughs> but right now. All right. So what about you? Go ahead and say me right now. Oh. Because more wise, okay. more I'm more wise right now, and that's when that when that pace coming to play. Because like when I was younger, bro, I was just. Straight attacking. Yeah. I wasn't really too much into that shooting unless I was wide Flex. open. What about you, I Doug? Was going straight to the paint, pretty much. <laughs> I'm doing myself disgusting. Seven zero. I'm killing my younger self, bro. Just, oh my just, god, bro. I, 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 yes, my younger self's not touching the ball, bro. He was out of shape. I mean, I could, I, I could probably shoot. Like my shot, I said my shot was more consistent because I was playing every day, but I wasn't as fast. I That's wasn't. Nice. I was nowhere near strong. I just. I wasn't in shape. Bro. What about you, DP? Like, I mean, myself like I wasn't right in now shape. because my younger self. You know, what I'm saying like, I think I could. I could talk myself out again. Like I was worrying about everything like that. Now I don't care. I'm launching half court if I got to. Like, and people that see me play now can attest to it. I do not care. I ain't seen a shot <laughs> like since I left high school. So. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't care anymore, and it shows. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just <laughs> out here doing my thing. Thanks. Um, and for me, man, I, I'm personally, I'm taking, I'm taking myself. I'm with everybody else, bro. I'm, I'm taking myself right now. I don't, I don't see 2014. I feel like you know he make it a game if we play a, a series. He make a couple of games, you know, interesting. But overall, I, I don't see him messing with me too much. It's just. Too much I've learned, too much of, you know what I'm saying, I, I've experienced, you know, ups and downs to even let 2014 even, like, compete with me in a way. I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Um, I, You know what I'm saying? I, I developed as, you know, a basketball player, as a man, mentally, you know, physically, I just don't see 2014 even, like, really competing. There are some, you know what I'm saying, maybe 2014 me gets hot one day, one game, he talking that shit, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he get, you know what I'm saying? He gave me a good game, but. Majority of the time, I don't even see 2014 getting off too many shots on me and, like, you know what I'm saying, scoring, really. I, I don't see it. I can see me playing my, my younger self and, like, not even, like, being worried about anything he does offensively. Like, but, yeah. Bro, I, just, but like I, don't, I don't even see 2014 me getting off. I get the ball first, I don't even think the ball back. Big facts. Big <laughs> facts. You know what I'm saying? In high school, I wasn't even really, like, really, like, pressed over defense like that. And then I started worrying about defense to calls. I started guarding these guys. I'm like, bro, I got to start playing D. I'm going to get exposed. 
And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You had a capability, you had a potential in high school, but it's like, it started clicking in college when I'm, you know what I'm saying, playing against, you know, guys going overseas and stuff like that. It's like, bro, you better start playing defense so you can get exposed. You're not going to get on the, you know, you're not going to get on the court. You know what I'm saying? Pace, in high school, you, yeah, in high school, you can kind of get away with it. If you're a great scorer, you're a great offensive player, you can get away with not playing defense in high school because they're going to they gonna need you on the court. Yeah. 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 But yeah, man. Um, I do enjoy everybody tuning in. Um, this was a a great episode. I just want to give every, we want to give everybody, um, you know, just some insight on Tristan. Um, you know, a part two of a, a great episode. We had a, we got a lot of great feedback on this um, most recent episode. Um, everybody enjoyed, you know, our personal experiences, our stories. Um, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Damn. Go ahead. Uh, uh, so, Dave. So, I know we really didn't get a chance to talk on it uh, last time. Uh, so, who did you look up to uh, uh, in high school? Oh uh, yeah, we we did not um get to finish that point. Um I think I kinda touched on who I looked to, looked up to at um, you know, in, in the NBA, but personally, you know, guys that I've seen up close, you, everybody else kinda touched on it. Um me, um, when I got to Northside for sure, the guy I looked up to the most was, was definitely Jamal Parker. Um Mom, I mean the, you kinda touched on it earlier. He had great pace, you know what I'm saying? He had that three ball in his arsenal. He's a guy that can score in bunches. Um that's kind of how I kind of see myself, too. Like, a lot of people would always say, like, you know, I was kind of like a microwave. You know, I might have some bad halves, you know what I'm saying, every once in a while or I score a little bit. But it's like when I score, I'm scoring a bunches. And I'm, I wouldn't say I kind of learned that from Jamal, but it's kind of like this is definitely something that I did see him do that I definitely see myself do more and more, especially senior year or whatever it may be. He's kind of one of the first players that I've seen just, like, get hot real quick and kind of, like, take over a game or Thanks. just, score. Thanks. you know what I'm saying, score 15 in, like, a quarter or something like that. You know, high school quarters are, what, eight minutes? So it's like, then, you know what I'm saying? What's crazy about Maul is Maul would do that to you and then, like, like act like he's not tired. Like, he could play a whole nother game. Like, yeah. Maul, Maul was different. Yeah, Maul was tough, bro. But, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Especially coming to Northside, you know, I kind of – I didn't – I mean, obviously the JV team, Um, I did like DJ, if I remember him. Um, freshman no, I year. I did not – I did not like DJ. I did not like DJ because, I, you know what I'm saying, because, you know what I'm saying, like – DJ was like a soul selfish player. Like he was, he was the epitome of that volume scoring, like that we was talking about. He didn't care how the shot went up, as long as he like got it off. Like, and that's uh, a fact. But but there's there's a part of that, that you kind of like that you know that the guy is confident. I think maybe it was more of his confidence. There's a part of there's a part of DJ that I like that he was like, no matter what nobody said, people would say you know he was a ball, whatever it was, he was still him. That's and that's kind of what I like. I think that's kind of maybe that's what I'm trying to say. I liked kind of like his personality of. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be me, who whatever. We could we could have told yeah. DJ, bro, pass the ball, whatever it was. DJ knew the score, so he wasn't gonna stop doing that. You just kind of we talked about in the, in the other episode how, like, you know what I'm saying? If I know I'm this person, I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. He knew he was a scorer. He, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He he did the what he knew he do. was a scorer too. Yeah, so it was just. I, and I, I, never I respect forget. It. we was we was we was in the we was in the trenches in a in a game, man. It was late in the fourth. You know what I'm saying? The brother couldn't hit the water if he fell out the damn boat. But man, let me tell you, he gonna he gonna come to the huddle, right? He gonna come to the huddle, and he said, "Hey, coach, uh, I I can't hit nothing." Coach gonna look him square in the face in front of the whole huddle and say, "I don't give a fuck. I ain't gonna tell you to stop shooting that shit." <laughs> like, and that's what look, I'm saying. And I remember the days too. I remember like you know, so when you, once you get that green light, bro, it's like, go ahead, like do what you gotta do. Yeah, green light different, man. Just different. But yeah, I mean that. Depth, to get it back on the point as well, I kind of looked up to him. I won't say looked up, but I, I liked him when I my <clears> freshman year. But after that, after seeing Jamal in varsity games, it was definitely Jamal. I was kind of the only guy that personally that I was like seeing that I felt was better than me at the time. And I, I seen what he did and accomplished. I was like, bro, if I want to be, you know, obviously y'all seen Jamal Williams, y'all seen Jamal Schuler. Damn, all, some of the best guys have the name Jamal. Damn. But, um, hey. I, you know what I'm saying? Y'all seen, you know, so y'all seen them obviously in Jacksonville. In high school, I'm only I'm only really getting to see Jamal Parker. I didn't get to see Marcellus. I'm uh, you know, I'm only seeing him. So when I'm seeing the stuff that he's accomplishing, I'm like, bro, I want to be that guy. Like just how yeah. you said, you want to be Jamal. I'm like, bro, I want to be. Well, you want to be Jamal Williams. I'm like, bro, I want to be Jamal Parker. Same school, you know. So under this coaching, I want to be that guy right there. And I was kind of the guy that at the time <laughs> that I was uh, that I was looking up to personally. You know, I was besides you know my mom, pe- uh, parents, you know, things that they've done in high school. Um, mm-hmm. but like you know, up close, you know, what I'm saying in real time, it was definitely Jamal for sure. Bet, bet, bet. So let me dive right into it then, T. You know, who did you look up to? Who did you look up to, you know what I'm saying, in high school? You know what I'm saying, whether that be uh, overseas, you know what I'm saying, or somebody at the, the side? 
I'm just I'm gonna stay beside. <clears throat> I'm gonna definitely say uh mm. Mm, Mark Ray okay. Washington and Mark Chen. Granted, granted, Mark probably didn't know, but like I always I always watched his game. Yeah. Granted, we had two complete different games. And Mark was solid. But bro. he was doing things that yeah. I Mark was solid. saw myself being able to do Very. and I wanted to do. Yeah. He was I, I feel mean, like he, he had he guys like on. Jamal over him, you know what I'm saying? I think everybody was kinda on the Mikey Morrison nah. wave. Um nah, y'all don't you know y'all don't saying? y'all don't know that that Dixon Mark Chen? That Dixon that, Mark Chen listen, that's, care. That's what I that's what I heard. So they said that Dixon Mark Chen was different. Ooh, <laughs> That boy will burn the hoop out, boy. I'm telling you, that boy <laughs> Dixon Mark Chen was crazy. He just didn't have no squad. Like my boy will put up fucking 25, 30 with an L, you know. You know what I'm saying? So, and, that's, and that's what you sacrifice coming to another school. You know what I'm saying? His points did go down, but it's like you know what I'm saying. You want to do that for more wins. I I would too, personally. Yeah. But um, yeah, Mark's game. I mean, like like Tristan said, he was definitely step on, bro. Like I mean, I just see see him do plays that I was like, okay, Mark kind of straight, bro. And like sometimes you know Mark, Mark will come off the bench some games. I'm like. When he came off the bench, you know, especially at Clinton, I think he came off the bench. He had like twenty. He was going at yeah. um, what's his name, JT Miller head. I'm JT like, Mark Chen might be the best player on this team. I'm like, he might be the best player on this team. Why he come off the bench? But it was just like that's just how that's just how it was, bro. It was it was different. But yeah, Mark Chen was definitely a sleeper, bro. Man, Blake and Blake, and you, you touched on Blake, man. Blake might have had one of the smoothest mid range games. Exactly. It's either him or Jamal, uh, Jamal Parker had the smoothest mid range games I think I've ever seen. Like, them brothers like. For sure, oh, yeah. Ma had the best pull up for sure. Best pull up mid range. My man Blake, but Blake catch that and down, he, like he, he just sitting there. It, it's, Hamilton, it's or somebody. Yeah, like he was tough. I, oh man, Blake and Tr- and Tristan talking about uh, Jamal's pull up. That hezzy pull up. Oh, I t- I use this. I use that move to this day, bro. Obviously, Jamal, you know, Jamal right handed, so he used to do the hezzy left hand. But to this day, bro, I'm telling you, I'm using the right hand. Hezzy, hezzy step, pull up. That that bag, that move is in my arsenal to this day. And that's because of Jamal Parker, bro. I was like, and once he, I took, he had everybody at the school doing that move, bro. I swear to God. 40. I promise you. Now, Southwest, I think it was Southwest. After that game, he dropped Southwest. like 40 on LeJune or somebody. Yeah. I forgot who shout, it was. Shout out my, was it the Christmas tournament? Shout out Southwest? my boy Jeff Williams and uh, uh, yeah. my boy Brandon. I, I always remember that, that game. They got 40 on their heads. Man, that, uh, Maul was just different back then. Maul, oof. But yeah, man, we're just gonna wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? This has been another great episode of Straight to the Point Podcast. If you like liked it, love it, go ahead and download Anchor app and please hit the comment button so we can see your comments so we can talk about it in the next episode. For sure, man. So, and just um like like Dwight said, but you can also tune into us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, you know, any podcast one is your preferred platform to listening podcast. We will be on every platform, man. Um but yeah, fellas, y'all got anything else y'all want to say? Nah, that's a wrap. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's your friendly neighborhood DP. It's your guy Davion. It's your boy T. It's your boy Dub. All right, man. That's the end of the episode, man. Y'all have a great day.